You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Happy beginning of the NFL season day. That wasn't awkward at all. Bill Ryder with you. What is going on? Good morning. Thank you for being here. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for home loan solutions that fit your life. Rocket can. Tonight, here where I'm sitting in Los Angeles, California, or Southern California, the Buffalo Bills roll into town. SoFi Stadium, Thursday night football against the defending Super Bowl champion, L.A. Rams, for the official kickoff of the NFL season. That means fantasy football is here. I had a really nice draft yesterday. Really crushed it. Forgot I have my draft, which is always a good start. Scheduled tennis, and my son likes to play soccer against me. Full field soccer. It's brutal. He beat me yesterday. Brutal. After the tennis. So I would say I made maybe 40% of the picks myself. That was fun. And strangely, my team's really good. I should just let the computer do 60% of it. Looked at my team today. You know those stupid projections that project who, how you're going to do? I'm going to kick my brother's you-know-one. He drafted his actual team. Let's go, Cam Akers. Come on. Hope your fantasy football drafts went better than mine. 855 212 cbs That is a toll-free phone line. That's nothing. That's free. It's for you. Call us. Say hi. 855 212 for CBS. We like free stuff. Here's another one. Sports writer, sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. You want a third free thing? You're getting greedy. I'm going to give it to you anyway. At Diesel CBS. That's Tommy Muscles there. Tom DeCelestino. Let's go. Let's do it. Uh, Jets, man, I, I just feel bad. If you're a Browns quarterback, you fail, right? If you're a Jets head coach, your career gets sidelined. You become a, a laughing stock. We'll get into Robert Salon a little bit in his um I'll just I'll just let you hear it. Poor guy. He's like me with the fantasy football, only he does it for a living. Bad news for, for Zach Wilson. Uh NFL bets are back. Bet writer. Because we don't have enough plays on my last name on the show. That's coming up in thirty or forty minutes. Aaron Rodgers again with the sharp barb towards some of his competitors. An arrogance that I like to lean into, that I think can be winning, that I think can be a positive. And Diesel, the most humble, hardworking man in America, pointed out to me this morning, maybe Aaron Rodgers' arrogance, not quite the benefit that it can be in some folks, even quarterbacks. He's got a point. We're going to get into it. We'll do buy or sell later in the show. We'll drop in some random sports in that. Some soccer! Champions League, Paramount+. Plus last couple days, and one of the greatest tennis matches in history, but I had trouble D-Cell staying awake for it. I tried, couldn't do it, Bogus probably probably got through it, and we'll, um, we'll get into some great, great news about a, a show about teenagers who become ninjas and just kick the living crap out of each other at school. That's what the show's about, Cobra Kai, coming back tomorrow. Pretty, uh, pretty exciting. So I've, uh, I told you this yesterday, I've, I've committed... To going to the Rams game tonight. First time that I've gone to an NFL game as a, as a fan in a, in a long, long time. 
and I'm excited. I'm pumped up. My buddy Brady invited me. We had a little misunderstanding. I'm paying for my ticket. That's cool. I'll send you a little Zell. It's cool, bro. It's fine. But I'm starting to feel a little worried about the commute. Starting to feel former producer of the show, uh, program director Adam Klug, hates going to live sporting events because of all the people and the things and the traffic. And I kind of get that. Woke up this morning feeling like I almost want to sit on my couch and watch it on my big screen, you know, with a couple Budweiser's texting my good friend Diesel, who would be asleep by the first quarter. And, um, yeah, you would. Yeah, you will. But one of the, look, it's going to be fun to go to an NFL game. I'm excited. I, I've never been to SoFi. That's going to be cool. But I think actually the thing that's going to be really riveting about being at this game in person, and really anywhere you watch it, and, and the, the mastery of the NFL schedule makers. I mean, the National Football League, maybe they get the credit they deserve. I'm not sure they do for everything they do is so perfectly calibrated to making that sport the most dominant and interesting in the country. Year-round, these guys are so good about at upping the, inten- upping the intensity. They don't ump the intensity. That's baseball time. They up it. And this game's going to be a transition game in a micro sense because, yes, the Rams are the defending champions. Yes, they are still loaded with talent. Yes, they showcased in stark display what happens when Matthew Stafford has the right team, what happens when Aaron Donald has the right quarterback, what happens when Sean McVay has both those guys having the things that they need. This is a quality, to say the least, football team that the defending champions. But they're not repeating this year. It's not going to happen. I am a believer, especially in the National Football League, in the seductive power of the surprising and the possible. And that's part of what makes the NFL um, really great. Somebody yesterday tried to pitch me on an idea that there's no parody in the NFL. I'm not going to say that that was decent. I'm not going to say that. Because I wouldn't do that to him. Ever. But I think there is. And it's one of the things, right? The, 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 the broad range of possibilities that make the sport great. It ain't going to be the Rams this year. And the fact that it's going to be the team that is most likely, and in the NFL that's not the same thing as it is in baseball or the NBA or, or certainly college football, but the fact that the team that is the most likely among many to supplant the Rams as Super Bowl champions as the team coming to town is just a, a beautiful beginning appetizer start to the season. Look, I get it, Rams fans. I got a bunch of buddies in L.A. who are Rams fans. And by Rams fans, I mean didn't really have a team until last year. But cool. Why don't we make fun of bandwagons? You got to get where you're going somehow. If that's, if that's your thing you want to get on, do your thing. I know they're talented. I know Matthew Stafford proved a lot of people, myself included, wrong, or at least the doubts that we had about what he could be and what he could do. Right situation, Super Bowl champion, clear as day. Clear as day. And Aaron Donald, who we knew was a transcendent defensive talent, was literally, is literally one of the most impressive players defensively in the history of the sport, needed more than just his own ability. And they brought in so many pieces. This was a cobbled together team. This was a team of mercenaries. This wasn't a, a team forged as young. This was a team of high-priced mercenaries, and they got deployed to the National Football League, and they won the whole thing. But, Von Miller's gone, man. He's somewhere else. When he's not raising chickens in the offseason, that's a real thing that he does. I, it's absolutely bizarre. 
And while for large stretches of the season after after the trade last year, Von Miller, his impact was less than in the postseason, in that run, his ability to command so much gravity and so much attention that Aaron Donald could be Aaron Donald was a critical part of, again, Donald being put in a position where he could be successful. That is a real loss and a real thing. And that's part of the deal with mercenaries. They're there in part for the money. And it's often a short-term reality. Andrew Whitworth has retired. Aaron Donald didn't retire, and I'm not going to call in to, to question his competitive spirit and drive, but we know, as fans of the NFL, we know as people, I guess myself, who have covered the NFL, who have listened to former players come on and talk, that keeping that edge up is hard to do at any stage of your career when you start to feel the pull of something else. And I don't need to speculate that Aaron Donald felt the pull of life after football because he told us. He flirted with retirement. He wasn't sure. He didn't know if he wanted to do it. I'm not even going to get into the swing of the two helmets at the Bengals practice because we've been told by a lot of guys that that's just the way that it is. Okay, fine. Maybe. Matthew Stafford, some elbow issues. Probably going to be okay, but some elbow issues. And as my erstwhile, a word I don't know what that means, as my erstwhile executive producer, the man with the sunny disposition, Tom DeSelicino pointed out, I hadn't thought of this, and I'm not taking anything away from the Rams. Winning close games, winning the hard way, shows character and ability. But last year, in that run, that championship run, they won the divisional round by a field goal. They won the conference championship by a field goal. And they won the Super Bowl by a field goal. Now, I won't go through every turn of the screw, which is a great expression, of each one of those games. But Niners fans know how close the Niners were. And I think you can insert should have been to being the team from the NFC in the Super Bowl. Takes nothing away from the Rams. But when you're winning in the margins in a sport that is built on the margins, that is designed to make it really difficult to win multiple championships... And when you've lost some of the players that I've mentioned, and when you've got some of the issues that you have, and I'm going to say it, people will get mad, they roll their eyes, it's Super Bowl hangover. It's true. It's a real thing. Super Bowl hangovers are like top ten lists in any sport. If you talk to former athletes on the radio or in front of a bunch of people, they'll be like, I don't really believe in that. It's like the re- Well, I can't say the analogy because my kids are listening. It's a reverse something. But if you get them all away from the microphone, it's amazing what a cheap date athletes are. Get a couple beer. I'll pay for the beers. Really? Yeah, you're a multimillionaire, but sure. I can buy you a warm Budweiser. You're going to tell me everything about Jay Cutler? Oh, that's a true story. Sounds great. Get a couple beers in them. They'll tell you that's a real thing. Because it's human nature. By the way, it's not just athletes. It's not just championships. Anytime any of us succeed in something, one of the one of the difficult realities is holding on to the intensity, the focus, the willingness to get up early, do the hard work, whatever it is to maintain that thing. Whether it's, I don't know, let's pull some random examples. Playing a high level of varsity tennis in high school and then thinking you were the you-know-what in Dubuque, Iowa. Just a random example. Random. Should have had a better record. Or it's hosting a radio show, or it's becoming the principal of a school, or 
you know, it's agree and take your shirt off and a bet detail and then not do whatever it is. It's human nature. And the National Football League is loaded with talent. Think about how long Tom Brady and the Patriots went between championships. Think about how difficult it's been for the Chiefs, who have the best quarterback in the National Football League, to win more than one, even though they have made two and been to the AFC Championship game four years in a row. Speaking of the Bills team that comes to town, not to bring up bad memories, I apologize, Buffalo, but history is history, and sometimes it points to the present and the realities of the present. Think about that Jim Kelly Buffalo team back in the day when D-Cell was like a year old. Very, very grumpy, grumpy uh, child, I'm told. Very grumpy. He didn't have his first smile till he was four. Think about that Buffalo Bills team that made Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl that could not get it done. It ain't easy. Not a shot at the Rams. But the thing that makes the National Football League so impressive is the churn and the surprises and the fact that it's it's that stupid game that I used to play in Dubuque, Iowa, long before the tennis uh, mistakes. King of the Hill. But it's not a couple kids trying to throw you down. It is maybe not 29, but it's 20 teams that might have a chance to fail you. The Rams are a good football team, but last year was the magic year. It was. That was it. That was the moment. And so when I roll into SoFi today, in my Uber, with an Uber driver who is really angry. Do you ever, you know, so I don't know if you know this about, about Uber and Lyft. They can't see where you're going. I found this out several years ago. Until you get in the car. But I don't know when the technology, yeah, it's true detail. They don't know where you're going. So a lot of times, I'm traveling a lot. So I'll be up in Stanford, Connecticut, going to the city at 2 in the morning a lot. And the Uber drivers are not always thrilled. Got to get in that car fast. Because I once like opened the door, I'm going to get my backpack. And the guy drove. The guy left. He must have got, oh, sorry, wrong car. Out of here. So I'm going to have to like jump in the Uber because he's not going to want to go to SoFi. I'm going to roll in, worried how I'm going to get the hell out of there. Apparently, it's hard to get an Uber. I'll just deal with that when it's over. But I'll be driving to the showcase of one of the teams, most likely, but not guaranteed, one of the teams likely to rise up and replace the Rams against the Rams team that's good, and maybe they'll win that game tonight. I actually don't think they will. I think the Buffalo, I think the Bills will win, but the Rams ain't repeating, and we can put that we can put that to bed. 855-212-4CBS is the phone number if you want to call us. The old Twitter machine, Sports Rider, Sports R-E-I-T-E-R. If you are D-Cell's mom and you didn't appreciate that I said your son didn't smile till it was four, I'm sorry, man. 855-2124-CBS. Tom, put you through. I'll apologize uh, myself. Let's get into the Jets. Ugh. Look, Zach Wilson, the news about Zach Wilson, it ain't good. But it's the reaction of the head coach and his inability to grasp reality under the pressure of whatever strange bubble happens when you step into the boundaries of New York sports media. That's really the problem. Another Jets head coach sounds like he doesn't know what he's doing next here on CBS Sports Radio. He's Bill Ryder, and people can't stop listening. Bill, thanks for taking my call. Love the show. Uh, the more I listen to you, the more I love you. It's Ryder than you with Bill Ryder. I love you, too. Welcome back into the show. What's going on? Really excited. Got a little email yesterday from Netflix to me. Yeah, it was specific to me. I'm a pretty important customer. Nobody else got it, so I'm probably breaking some news here. That the television show about adults who, instead of raising their family members and doing their jobs, train lonely teenagers to be ninjas so they can, in increasingly violent fashion, attack one another 
at the mall, at the school dance, in the high school atrium that looks strangely like a mall from the valley uh, with increasing ferocity. That show, so good. Cobra Kai, latest season, back tomorrow, which will give me the opportunity, because I'm committed to you, dear listener, and I'm committed to the show, to binge it when I'm not watching football all weekend and to really avoid any parental or marital duties out of obligation to you, I can come on and do one of our you know new segments where I review it next week. I mean, it's going to get crazy bogish because now Johnny's going to Mexico and Daniel still never goes and runs his car dealership, but that's okay because he's got to train the kids. And uh, Terry, is that his name? The bad guy from the Karate Kid I haven't even seen. Number three, frame the other. I mean, it's all crazy, man. And you're right. I didn't get that email. So that was specifically to you. Now, I don't know why Netflix wouldn't tell everyone Cobra Kai is coming back tomorrow, but... That seems to be, as you thought, a Bill-specific yeah. email. So congrats. I mean, look, I don't want to brag, but I will. I'm going to pull Aaron Rodgers here. Clearly, the very smart people at Netflix got in the room and said, we need some viral moments here. We need word-of-mouth power wider than you. And someone said, I don't know what that is. And then someone else said that, but then the guy said, trust me. That's and the point. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's sneaky, like the, like this show. Have you? How many seasons, Bogus, have you seen of Cobra Kai? Uh, that'd be a zero. Oh, my God. You are missing out, bro. Oh, I'm sorry. I did some spoilers. Did oh, I, you, I wasn't I, listening. No, you never are, but you can pretend that you are. It's okay. <laughs> Lean into the, come on, man. I mean, I did know that you thought the email was just for you, so I was listening at that point. That was nice. That was really, that was big of you. So you're, you're basically d here. Tommy, are you, uh... You seen any Cobra Kai? Um, I've seen none of it. Have you seen Karate Kid? I have the first one. <sighs> okay. Yeah, the second one's good actually. So you missed the the start of this. I would argue the start of the second one, one of the best scenes in the uh, canon. And remind me, this show began on YouTube, and now yeah. it's on Netflix, right? It changed it- vendors. And for those of you with kids, on, on, on YouTube TV, they were a little edgy, and there was just some swear. I couldn't let my kids watch it, or at least Henry, because he would just repeat all of it. But now Netflix has made it much more PG-13. Oh, okay. And I still shouldn't let him watch it, but I do sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, show's back tomorrow. They dropped the news yesterday. Very, very excited. I, I wouldn't want to be the Jets head coach. Would you really want to be the Jets head coach? I mean, I'd want to be an NFL coach just to get the money, and then they get fired, but I still get the money. That seems to be a good trade-off. It just feels like, and you're right, and and money is money, and it's a way to support your family and do whatever you want to do with your life, but it feels like you, there's a a permanent level of shame. Not even shame. It just feels like some level of self-confidence is permanently stripped from you when you become the fired Jets head coach. That there's just a, a... a gloss of of patheticness to your life. And didn't it kind of feel like Robert Salah was, was, was going to avoid this? He was going to come in, head coach, be you know, I don't know about be successful, but he's a man's man. He's got confidence. And can I play you a couple clips, Bogus, of a guy who just, again, impressive guy, respected guy, maybe sounds a little bit over his skis here. Want to hear this? Always. You in? I'm in. Let's Diesel, go, hit that buddy. button. 
All right, this is all right. This oh, you want to throw to it? I just thought Diesel like a you know his music and oh, production. Like yeah, thought maybe he was like working today. No, he's no, no, not today. Oh, okay. So between you not listening to me and the impossibility of looking directly at that very blue shirt Diesel is is wearing, like uh, a that lot of senses black. you got to turn up. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> the shirt you're wearing right now is black. No, he's lying to you. It's blue, just oh like my the Yankees god, uniform. dude. I li- you just gave me a heart palpitation. Gotta go see my doctor. <laughs> this is a, the dear listener. This is a this is a joke about the Yankees. Whatever, it's a sore subject. Here's the Jets head coach on Monday. Zach Wilson, little knee injury, right? We thought it was a little tweak preseason. Starting quarterback for the Jets, big year for him to prove what he's about. And, and on Monday. Jets head coach Robert Salah, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, everything should be fine. Uh, we're going to see how the knee responds today and tomorrow, and, uh, and we'll have an answer for everybody on Wednesday. So, so there's a possibility he could play on Sunday. Is what yeah, possibly. Yeah, possibly could play. Usually an NFL talk means probably going to play. They don't say that stuff, if you know, unless, unless he's going to be out there. So Wednesday rolled around. That was yesterday. He came back out to face his favorite people in the uh, in the media. And um, things got a little, little awkward. To be honest with you guys, and I'm just going to lay this out. So I, I, I really don't want to talk about the situation anymore. So we're the, the earliest he's going to be available is Pittsburgh. That's going to be the earliest. So here's what never works for me, guys. And maybe I'm not doing marriage properly. You guys tell me. But when I am caught red-handed doing something stupid, like I don't know, pretending Cobra Kai is work, which I'm going to do this weekend, and not really doing any of the chores. Or skipping the dishes last night because I got to watch Alcaraz, but then I got tired and went to sleep. And I say to my my wife, I'm going to be honest with you. It always means I'm going to lie to you. I got to be honest with you, Lori. Cobra Kai really is an important aspect of the show. We just we lean into it. I just I know none of us are none of us are. Wait, who's the Jets? I can't keep track of your stupid New York teams. No offense. Who who's the Jets fan here? Uh that would be me. You. How you feeling there, buddy? Everything everything good? Not great. Not great. One, because my quarterback isn't playing, but then two, because my head coach doesn't seem to know what's going on. And I, I think I'm going to take the role that Bogish played yesterday. Is this all on Robert Salah? Like, I, it sounds like he got some bad information. No, I don't think it's on him. But I think, like, I'm not going to talk. That's the other thing I say. I'm not going to talk about this anymore. I'm not going to talk. Bro, it's your starting quarterback. He's going to miss four weeks. Joe Flacco's got to play now. There's pressure on you already. I'm pretty sure you're required to talk about it. What are you, bogish? Hey, Andrew, how was your weekend? I'm not really interested in that topic. Okay. <laughs> Next. <Sorry. laughs> Next. Uh, bogish, can you talk Jets? Is that is that is that cool? Oh, it's cool. I can do that now. I've got plenty to say on this, actually, because I don't – this one's inexplicable to me. The only thing I can rule out, because I feel like if there was something wrong with Zach Wilson's knee, if he had a physical medical setback, we would have there would have been a report about it by now. We're almost 24 hours since Salah said that yesterday. So by now, we would have heard if something went wrong as he upped his workouts and he had to slow things down. It almost feels like to me that Salah was trying to be coy earlier in the week, and then someone was like, dude, he's not even close to playing. You know that. And he just backed off it and then went too far by saying, this is annoying. He's out for three weeks at least, guys. Yeah, the annoying thing is what annoys me. That's literally the point of the press conference. The press conference that apparently you're never allowed to be late for or you should be fired from your job. That was from yesterday's show. 
the press conference is designed so you can answer questions about your football team. It's not like people are, are showing up and asking Robert Salah questions about his marriage or his personal life or his favorite color, right? Or, or hey, what, like, what are some of the really dark secrets that you have that you wouldn't tell? This is what the press conference is for, is to ask about this stuff. Oh, by the way, Bogus, I made a joke at the start of the show, and then I feel like it hit too close to home. Do you ever make a joke about somebody like Diesel as a joke, and then you realize it's true, and I kind of feel bad? I made a joke that Diesel didn't smile until he was four, he was a grumpy baby. <laughs> I did hear that. And I feel like maybe I hit a little close to the mark, and Tom, I'm sorry. Uh, apology accepted. Was it needed, though? The apology? Did you did you oh, feel no, hurt no, by no. that? Not okay. at all. Not offended whatsoever. Probably very accurate. <laughs> <laughs> three was a down a down year for me. <laughs> there was the terrible twos followed by the sad threes. It was just it was rough, man. It was is 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 uh is Will a happy kiddo? Very happy baby. Very happy baby. But he's not three yet. That's true. He hasn't <laughs> real life hasn't hit him yet. <laughs> Yeah, he hasn't got to those work weeks and all, all that stuff. Were you right. weightlifting at three? Is that why you were originally sad? Because uh, you're being forced to lift baby weights? No, not yet. That started at age five, I believe. Ah, okay. I'm just gonna let you go. I'm gonna let, I'm just, <laughs> I have this. I have this image of you. I don't know why. Of of you as a baby body with a full D cell head in a diaper, no shirt on, just sad. That is. While your your super overbearing dad, who I know nothing about, is like, bench it, rack it, let's go. (laughs) Give me one more, kid. In this image, you have a beard, by the way. Yes, 100%. Oh, all right. (laughs) I'm glad I I amuse you guys. It's a very very good image. Who's going to win more games this year, the Jets or the Giants? Are we going Giants? Uh, I'm gonna go Giants by the slimmest of margins. Five to four is that kind of the yeah? Is that the better question would be like who's gonna win more games, the Packers by themselves or the Giants plus the Jets? Oh, the the Packers. Okay. Aaron Rodgers reminded us inaccurately. We'll hit this about thirty minutes uh, inaccurately that no team has ever beaten him. In the AFC North in his career, just about. Even though Diesel did the did the math, did the hard work, pulling up Pro Football Reference or something and looking at it. Yeah, I used a pen and paper and everything. Yeah, I, I, I kind of came after me because I've defended Aaron Rodgers' arrogance as a as a arrogance. I think can be a, a positive trait. I mean, I, I'm a huge bogus fan, right? And apparently, yeah. Yeah, drink from your big slurpee that, thing. That one hurt. I'll, I'll expect an <laughs> apology one, next hour. No, you want, I gotta, there's nothing wrong with being arrogant. This is how I became friends with Tom Crean, by the way. Quick story. I wrote a column about Tom Crean when, he, when I was covering college basketball or his national co- I don't know. Like, he was a really good coach, blah, blah, blah. And I wrote in a very positive story that he was arrogant, which he is. And I went to a pre- – I never really met him. I went to a press conference and asked him a question, and like, he confronted me after the, after the press conference about – putting arrogant in the story, and this was a full-throated defense of this guy. And we got in a huge argument. Actually, I, I didn't get in an argument. He got mad, and I would laughed and said, I like arrogant people. And then six months later, after I brought up on the radio every day, he returned my phone call, and now we're buddies. I like Tom. Tom's, Tom's my guy. That's a true story. My point is, I don't have a problem with arrogance. I think it's a, I'm complimenting you, Andrew. I, I, I don't want it in any way. 
I like. I think arrogance is fine in certain walks of life. Quarterbacking, broadcasting, a a rod might go a little a little far, but they're going to win more games than the Jets and the Giants combined this year. The Packers are going to win. I don't know, eleven to fourteen games. Does that that feel right? Yeah, eleven sounds good to me, and that's probably one more than the Jets and Giants can win together. Who will win more games? The Bears, the Jets, or the Giants? Who's the the, who? the Giants still? Oh, you think the Bears are gonna win like three games? Yeah. What are you laughing at, D Cell? Because I think the Jets are actually gonna win more games than the Bears. If Zach Wilson ever comes back, you know, let, let's let's hear this press conference after week three and see where we're at. Yeah, I think the Bears are gonna be a total disaster. I got some I got a little bet segment coming up, uh Bogus, you got any, got any tips for me? We're going to go through some of these lines. You got any advice? Don't listen to anything I say about betting. Are you a are you a betting prodigy? Not even close. What's the opposite and, of that? I'm a betting your, D-cell. Your wonderful confidence. <laughs> your wonderful confidence that 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 overflows and and and, and just brims from your from your charismatic personality. That doesn't translate to to, you know, a little scratch. Even I know my limitations. Okay. And they begin with gambling advice. I don't know my my limitations, and I'm going to bet a bunch of money again this year, and we're going to see what happens. Let's do some NFL bets here on the show. Diesel's going to help me in his blue shirt after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Mr. Humility himself, Andrew Bogus. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. This NFL season, every Westwood One NFL broadcast streams live for free Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, Thanksgiving and Christmas triple headers, the International Series, and every postseason game. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. By the way, say goodnight to no more sports betting on NFL games. I mean, you can sports bet on other things, but say goodnight just having to go to sleep without the the joy of a little action in the NFL. It is back. It is go time. It is our gambling segment. Bill makes the tough picks so you can fade accordingly. It's time for Bet Rider with Bill. Uh, Let's go. Let's start out with a little easy one, Deez. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I got a little 5-0 league that I made with my brother. Cost a little more money than we're comfortable with, which always feels nice. And he sent me a note yesterday that said, hey, bro, filled it out. I don't know anything about the NFL. Feel free to change it. <laughs> so let's let's vet these picks. You ready? Do not like the first one at all. He's got Chicago covering at home the six and a half against your San Francisco 49ers, your Better than Tom Brady-led, Trey Lance-inspired team. Chicago's at home. I get it. It's almost a touchdown. I get it. The beginning of the NFL season for me from a gambling perspective is largely about understanding teams. And I don't know yet whether the Bears are bad or historically bad. So I don't know if I want to bet on them to cover. I'm going to take the Bears here. I think they're really? going to end up being historically bad. But if there is a time where they are going to be just bad, I think it's going to be now. And I wouldn't be surprised if my guy Trey Lance gets off to a slow start here. Bears. All right, Bears. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bears to cover. Plus six and a half. All right. 
Uh, he's got Cincinnati at home covering six and a half against Pittsburgh. That's a big number, but I, I, I sort of like it because I'm worried about Trubisky. Now, that is a talented Pittsburgh team. I just think that this is a Bengals team that is going to be utterly focused because of the heartbreak of the Super Bowl. Yeah, I might be alone on this one, but I'm more confident in the Bengals this season than I am the Rams. I I, I, I know the Super Bowl hangover is real. I know they lost it, but I just got I think Joe Burrow is gonna is gonna go scorched earth on the NFL this year. I really do. I do too. I think we're sleeping on Joe Burrow. Not as much as Patrick Mahomes, but I'm hundred percent with you. Alright, good job, Bobby, so far. My little brother, younger brother. He doesn't like being called little brother. As if he is little. His younger brother, my younger brother. He's not little. Jacksonville's no longer mired in Urban's dysfunction. They're on the road against a Washington football team that has nothing but dysfunction on a regular basis. Jacksonville are three and a half point dogs. He's got them covering, and I, I, I actually like Jacksonville to be an interesting team this year potentially. Trevor Lawrence was the second coming of everything until Urban mired everyone in his dysfunction. Look, these are two, I'm going to stop short of saying bad football teams. These were two bad football teams last season who have higher expectations this year. I don't have a feel for if they're going to meet those expectations. I'm staying away from this game. I I don't have a feel for either one of these teams yet. I'm not a big believer in Carson come back from whence they came. So I'm 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 gonna go I'm gonna go Jacksonville. Uh, our guy Bryant McFadden told us that the lock of the of week one was Carolina beating Cleveland. Now they are one and a half point favorites, Carolina, against that Brown scene that as we know does not have Deshaun Watson. I'm in. I'm, let's go. I would love to see and I, I look one thing about Baker is I'm not sure about Baker in the in the long term. But this is a guy who absolutely feeds on negativity, on doubt. Here's a Harry Potter reference for you, DC. I know you love those books. <laughs> He's a dementor. They suck joy from people. They, 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 I don't know. They're magic things. I'm not really, I can't really remember. The point is, I kind of like Carolina to, to win this game. I'm not sure about going away, but certainly by the one and a half. So far, my brother is all over where I am, which makes me very nervous. I'm going against my guy here. I love Bryant McFadden. I love it. These aren't the two best teams this weekend playing each other, but this is probably the most interesting game to me. Yeah. I just think that Baker Mayfield's emotions are going to get the better of him. I don't think he's going to tank. I don't think he's going to be terrible. I don't see Carolina winning this game. Bryant McFadden, next time Diesel reaches out to book you, just know (laughs) he doubts the work. He asks you to come on. To speak words he will not listen to. All right. Uh, and then the last game is Chargers covering the three and a half, hosting Vegas. I do not like that game at all. I do not like that bet at all. I'm not sure. I might do a rule of thumb here for this season. Anytime AFC West teams are playing each other, I'm out. I have no idea. This is going to take so long to figure out who's who in this division, who's the cream of the crop, Who's going to be in the basement? I'm staying away from this game. Green Bay is only a one-and-a-half-point favorite at Minnesota, which I think is really interesting. Good. Kansas City are four-and-a-half-point favorites at Arizona, who often get off to a, a really hot start, which I think is really interesting. 
And Baltimore, six and a half point favorites at the Jets. All of those tempt me. Out of those you just mentioned, I like Minnesota the best in that one. You like Minnesota to cover? Yep. To beat Mr. Arrogant himself. You know where I stand this season for Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. I think they're in for a rude awakening, and I think Minnesota sends a message. New head coach, maybe Kirk Cousins a little uh, feeling his oats a little bit. Mike Zimmer's out of the building, who we know couldn't stand him. I like Minnesota. What does feeling your oats mean? Where does that come from? No idea. My daughter had oatmeal for for breakfast. Is it an oatmeal reference? Is it hey? It's possible. You're you're feeling the oats in the oatmeal, and therefore you can tell there's energy on the way? I love oatmeal, bro. I'm an oatmeal guy. Are you an oatmeal guy? I am an oatmeal guy. I will crush. I go sweet, though. Honey, some fruit. Put some heavy whipping cream in there. Keep my, you know, my dainty figure not dainty. (laughs) You're, I, t- you're, I take it you don't like Minnesota, then. No, no, I don't. I think Green Bay is going to blow the doors off him. I do. Aaron Rodgers versus Kirk Kissing Cousins? I, I mean, no, man. Any game that feels like a big game is a game Kirk Cousins can't win. So I think it's probably, for Kirk Cousins, like three touchdown passes, right? An interception, 321 passing yards. It looks, if you look at the box, where you're like, oh, he had a good game. What you don't see is like the interceptions at a critical moment when they should have like put the game away. You don't look closely enough to see that he also lost a fumble and that he multiple times just missed open guys while looking like a walking advertisement for adult diapers. That is the Kirk Cousins. You never like it when I say that, do you? <laughs> no. Why not? It makes me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, it makes me uncomfortable to watch a grown man play in the National Football League and look like he needs an adult diaper. I'm just saying that there's a level of, um, he looks like he's about to make a football accident. A football accident. A, f- a football accident, Tom. I'm picking up what you're putting down there. Get your mind out of the gutter, bro. My goodness. What is wrong with you, buddy? Um, another game that's a great game, which we'll talk a lot about on, on Monday and Tuesday next week, so we won't get into it too much now. But Denver are six-and-a-half-point favorites at Seattle. But there's so much emotion, and that defense is going to want to prove so bad. I think Denver is going to win that game. I think they they should win it handily. But that is a – man, the NFL schedule makers are so, are so good. Also, Tennessee, six-and-a-half-point favorites hosting the Giants is, a, is an interesting game. The problem is the Titans don't win a lot of games by huge margins. I think they will win that game. Six-and-a-half might be a little bit too much. I'm just going to leave it. Oh, by the way, and we got the Dolphins two and a half point favorites hosting New England. Miami's always given Bill Belichick trouble, even when he had Tom Brady. Always, and, like and if I'm not Miami mistaken, too. two is three and zero oh against Bill Belichick. And Miami, I, I'm making it now. This is my declaration. Miami is my team this year. Cowboys last year, they made me look like a fool. This year, it's Miami. Wait, now you're a Miami guy. Yep, Dolphins guy. Dolphins guy. So you're a Miami football fan in the college football sense, and now you can just slide right into the whole area. Yep. South Florida. D-cells. How many times, D-cell, have you been to South Florida? Uh, I'd say a half dozen. Oh, so you're you're a fan of the area. Yes, very much so. Are you a Miami Beach guy? I don't Brickle? know that I fit in with that vibe, but I've been. Yes, I enjoyed it. I just, I always feel like I stick out like a sore thumb. The key is to do what I do. I just work nights, and I went out late, and I 
would get up at nine in the morning on three hours sleep, and I would look so disheveled that people mistook that for me being cool <laughs> when I was actually just completely and utterly exhausted. I actually really like Miami to cover against New England, and I may I'm probably going to wait until the game gets closer. I may I may pound that individually later later in the I guess not later in the week. I guess the next couple of days. The Chiefs game's really tough, man. I. I, I don't know what to expect from Arizona. I'm actually just not sure what to expect from Kyler Murray. I think the Chiefs are going to be really, really good. But last year, for the first 10 games of the year, Arizona was the best team in the National Football League. And Kyler Murray was, for that stretch, the best quarterback in the National Football League. Which version are we going to get? Kyler's always good early in the year. It's the fade with them that's, that's problematic. I'm so down on Arizona. So down on Arizona. And I'm with you. There's been a lot of Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City slight this offseason. I love Kansas City in this game. Tampa Bay, only one and a half point favorites at a Dallas team that I don't think is going to be very good this year. <sighs> Pains me to say that. I agree with you. I don't think they're going to be very good at all. I thought you gave up on Dallas. You can't I break did. up with Dallas and then pine for Dallas. I'm not over it yet. I'm I know. Over them just, yet. Gotta, just put the photos away. Don't look at the love letters. Take down the posters of Dak. You're with Miami now. I am. Dallas is not going to be good. You got to focus on Miami. That's you know that's who you're with. All right. Aaron Rodgers is massively talented, brimming with self confidence like Bogus. I like that Aaron, but he went too far according to D Cell. We're going to chop that up next year on CBS Sports Radio.